Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother makes a scene at a funeral. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online, every single one of us. So you all know what I'm talking about when I say there's that little promo code field taunting you at checkout. Don't you just hate to leave it empty? Well, with Honey, you never have to leave it empty. Honey is a free browser extension that automatically applies the best promo codes to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores and has saved over $2 billion for users. When I recently purchased a new mouse for my computer, Honey saved me a few bucks, and it cost me nothing. Basically, when you're shopping online, all you have to do is click the Apply Coupons button, and Honey will automatically search for the best coupons and apply them to your order. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Our next Reddit post is from Calypso Eclipso. I remember this super vividly. Lots of tears were shed this day because my family had lost our matriarch, my great-grandmother of 104 years old. My family was torn to shreds that weekend. A bit of backstory, my dad's family is full of many different ethnic groups. My aunts and uncles live all over the world, so they've married accordingly. However, this entitled mother and entitled kid, who were about 40 and 10 years old respectively, figured that their emotions were more important than my emotions. I've always been close to my grandparents on my dad's side, and that didn't change even when my mom and dad divorced and I moved to Texas. For clarity, the setting of this story is in my hometown of Wichita, Kansas. I've been to my fair share of funerals, and if it wasn't seen as disrespectful, I would much rather mourn in secrets. Yet, at every funeral that I've gone to, my father has always saved me a seat in the front pews near him. That way, I'm not lost in the sea that is my dad's side of the family. And this time, since my dad's parents and grandparents were all dead, he was sputtering and bawling and just wouldn't stop. I'm jumping a bit too far ahead, so let's take a step back to when everyone was filing into the chapel. I, naturally, took my spot next to my father in the first row of pews, preparing for tons of tears. I was taking a moment to myself to breathe, calming myself down. I was getting anxious, and I was about to have an anxiety attack. That's when entitled mother, entitled kid, and a begrudging nice dad, who's one of my uncles, walk up to me. I stand to give them a hug and some blessings as normal, then go to sit down. Suddenly, though, the entitled mother grabs my arm and holds me standing. Her fingernails are cutting into me a bit, but I don't say much about it. Um, excuse me? Where do you think you're going? Indirect family sits towards the back. I was appalled. Multiple memories of me hanging out at my great-grandmother's house, playing with Legos until my dad came home from work, start filling my mind. I cleared my throat. None of this was helping with my anxiety attack, by the way. Sorry, I don't think I understand. I'm Big Granny's first generation of great-grandbabies. This is my seat. Same as my dad. This is her grandbaby. This is reserved seating. (laughs) I don't see your name on it, kid. Move out of the way. Don't you know how to respect your elders? Acting that way doesn't make you any more of an elder than it makes me. You don't see me telling Big Granny's great-great-great-grandkids not to chew gum or play on their moms and dads' phones instead, do you? I've known Big Granny for years. You've never been around. There's no way a slut spawn like you has a reserved seat here. I doubt she even remembered you. 
I'm nearly in tears at this point. Not only did she insult me, but she tried to tack on some guilt trip to make me feel even worse for having to live with my mother under custody. My mom didn't even want me to come to the funeral. I look over, and they're carrying in Big Granny, preparing to start. I begin to whisper, fighting the tears of confrontation as well as seeing Big Granny's coffin. I'm sure that Granny wouldn't want someone calling her great-grandchild a slut spawn. It's time to be respectful. The entitled kid butts in, trying to put in her own two cents. She's right, you know. Big Granny loved me more because I was around, so we deserve to see her first. Now move, you jerk. Hush up and stay out of grown folks' conversation. The entitled mother turns back to me and says, But she's right. We've been around more, so these are our seats. Move it. At this point, my dad stands up, his light-skinned face turning beet red in anger. He looked as if he was going to pop his eyeballs out. Uncle, take your wife to the back. Big Granny is here. This is not a time to be disrespectful. Excuse me? I have just as much right to be here with Entitled Kid to honor our great-grandmother as much as she- Get. Out. What? Leave the chapel. Go away. You're bringing negative energy to a serious situation. Leave. Now. My dad's outburst brought a ton of attention. I was nearly in tears, and it wasn't even because they'd opened her casket for viewing. The entitled mother, entitled kid, and nice father start walking out, while entitled mother and entitled kid are beat red and bawling. I grab my uncle's hand and shake my head. You deserve to see her. You weren't part of what happened back there. He said, that's nice, but I've been trying to turn her out for a while now. The lawyer said to be cordial and all. My dad smiled knowingly. My dad said, you'd better hope that you get custody of entitled kids so you can raise her right. It seems that her mother isn't there for her and would rather just try to seem important in front of everyone else. It's not the way to live. Come, sit down. Let's scoot over OP. I oblige and everything goes as normal. The funeral service was amazing. It wasn't depressing. The pastor made some nice points, made some good laughs and brought back some really fond memories. One thing from the funeral that I'll always remember is the phrase, let not your heart be troubled. Our next Reddit post is from Rowdy. I'm an 18-year-old guy, and today I went to a local outdoor gym. It's a fairly basic setup, a few bars to hang off of, some planks to jump onto, and parallel bars. I like to work out after university on most days, and today was no different. I got into my workout gear and ran from where I'm staying at to the outdoor gym. I was the only one there when I got there, just like normal. Occasionally, there will be one other person. After about an hour, a mother with a couple of kids came. The kids were probably between 3 to 5 years old. The kids started playing on the bars and stuff, as kids do. I was fine with that, I just didn't use any of the bars in my circuits. While working out, the mother kept looking at me. She was probably in her mid-20s to 30s. After about 10 minutes, she came over to me and said, Isn't it a bit weird that you're using a playground like this? I was confused, but responded, Uh, this is an outdoor gym. Well, you should go to a real gym so I don't have to worry about my kids. This is here for the community. I don't have an issue with your kids being here, but I find it kind of rude how you're asking me to leave. Well, if everyone is allowed here, how about you stop scaring my kids with your presence? A big guy in the playground is scary. What do you mean by that? Well, you're probably here because you want to touch kids. I really don't appreciate you throwing around BS like that. Wow, now you're swearing? Absolutely disgusting. My kids don't need to hear this. She then left with her kids. Our next Reddit post is from Daniel Bryan Van. My wife and I have an annual Christmas party at our house with our friends and siblings each year. 
Last year, two of our friends had a child shortly before the party. Their child wasn't invited last year either, but we weren't bothered given that it was more like bringing an uninvited potato than a person given that it was an infant at the time. This year the child is walking and whatnot, and they told us they were getting a sitter, so there seemed no reason to mention that it wouldn't be appropriate to bring a child to our adult party. But without asking us or telling us the child was coming, they showed up with their kid, and we had no way to set up our house to be childproof. As a result, we had to close a bunch of doors that were intended to be left open to allow guests to spread out into our basement and living room. So, for most of the party, we had about 14 people cramped into our small kitchen as the parents let their one-year-old child roam freely. Our party is by no means a rager, but people were drinking a lot less than normal, and my wife and I weren't drinking at all because we're responsible for what happens in our house, and the parents weren't keeping a good eye on their kid. The one thing the mom decided to do was tape a bunch of our drawers shut, without asking to do so, and with our tape, which meant that she went through our drawers without asking. Because, obviously, the kid was going to go around opening everything and pulling stuff out. Their unattended child started messing with our dog, including taking food out of her bowl and pulling on her fur, and the parents still didn't do anything. Standing between the dog and the child became part of my duties as host. Our dog is a rescue and quite skittish. And, by some miracle of the universe, our dog just put up with the child each time. Similarly, the child pulled the bells off of our door and broke them. Our dog has been using those bells since the day that she was adopted to signal that she has to go outside. And now she can't seem to understand that our new, different-looking bells are for the same purpose. Then, the child started getting tired and cranky. But, instead of taking the child home, they decided it was time to go into our guest room, which was closed and used to store all the extra stuff that we'd moved in there to make room for our party and our guests. This greatly embarrassed my wife, because we had cleaned all the public places completely, but we didn't do much for the areas that guests wouldn't see. Uninvited and without asking, they set up a playpen for their child, which they built and then left the trash for in our house before returning to the party themselves. They didn't leave until 10, which basically ruined about half of the party for us. I am by no means mad at the child. They're a kid and they don't know any better. But the parents should have known to not bring their kid to an adult Christmas party. Our next Reddit post is from Meep the Meep. So, there was a post on Instagram about the new Spider-Man movie, and how a baby started crying, and I commented that I don't get why people feel entitled enough to bring their baby to a theater. Because the baby won't remember a thing, and it just ruins people's experience that they paid for. Because, newsflash, movies are loud, so of course the baby will start to cry. I don't know why, but people kind of picked up on my comment to complain. Don't judge other people's situations. I don't, but I want to watch a movie in peace. Some don't have a babysitter. Okay, and then wait until it's available on demand. You gotta expect babies in public places. Yeah, but this public place cost people a load of money. They waited two years to see this movie, not to hear your baby crying. You're entitled if you get people kicked out for it. But I never did. I'm just posting to an Instagram post. Like, it just takes a bit of decency. I get how hard it can be to be a parent and doing free time stuff, but that doesn't give you a free pass for everything. You know what's even worse than the parents who take their kids to the theater? It's the theater that takes money from people who are carrying a baby. They're like, two tickets to Spider-Man, please. I mean, they can see the baby. If the mom is buying a ticket to, you know, 
Peppa Pig the movie or whatever, then it's fine. But if they're buying tickets to a horror movie or an action movie and they have a baby in tow, then they shouldn't sell them tickets. But they do because they just want money. They don't really care that everyone else's movie experience is ruined. They just want that extra money from the mom with the baby because they're greedy. Our next Reddit post is from Seeing is My Hobby. I worked at a little ice cream shack over the summer. We got some entitled rude people, but this is the best story that I have from there, and the most memorable. It was my fourth day on the job and I had just finished training. My boss, Kate, was watching as I took an order for a dad and his nine-year-old daughter. They were the first in line. The dad gets a milkshake and the daughter gets soft serve ice cream. No big deal. I get the order out just as we get the 7 p.m. rush, which happens every day. Kate and I take orders and start making them like crazy, trying to move as fast as we can, because there's like 10 people in line. We get down to the last few people, and Kate was just handing out someone else's order. In the middle of me making a hot fudge sundae, some woman sticks her head through my window and starts yelling her order at me. I told her I'd be happy to take her order once I finish the one that I'm already on and to please wait outside. I hand out the first Sunday to a group of people, and she pushes an old lady in that group out of the way and starts telling me her order. I said that I had to finish the order that I was already on, and she says it's ridiculous to make her and her son wait in this line for so long. I ignored her and continued to make this poor old lady Sunday, and the mom tries to freaking take it! I pulled it back inside fast enough, told the old lady to have a seat, and I'd be right with her. I went out the back door, and I personally brought her Sunday to her with a spoon and some napkins. I ignored the entitled mom as I went back in, almost running into Kate who just handed out her last order. I came around to my window, and the woman starts yelling at me about how rude I was to her and her son. I still haven't even seen her son, so I assumed that he was in the car or something. The old lady who she pushed out of the way was laughing at her from her table. Kate looks the mom dead in the eyes through her window, leans over the register, and closes the window while she's still yelling. Kate said, That's enough of that. No one treats my workers that way. Then she began cleaning up, completely ignoring the still screaming woman outside. The old lady came up to the window again once the mom had stormed off and handed me a $5 tip. You're one of the sweetest girls I've met around here. Don't mind what anyone else says. That's the end. The rest of the night went smoothly, and we got like 40 bucks total in tips that night. When I was in high school, I worked in Subway, and I can confirm that there are people like this. I don't have like a particular story that's very entertaining to tell, but yeah, some people just don't understand the concept of a line. Posted to Facebook. They say there's a market for anything, so I thought I'd try to clean up my property. I have all different sizes of rocks, stones, bricks, etc. that have accumulated while tidying up my property. Come grab as many or as few rocks as you desire. I'll even load the rocks on your trailer for you. I'm located in blank. If you pay me, can you deliver any rocks under 300 grams to my house? Please and thank you. Look forward to hearing from you. How about I deliver them through your windows? I'd prefer outside. Thank you. Our next Reddit post is from Dazed and Amused. A bit of backstory, my husband and I both work from home with fully remote jobs. We have a three-bedroom house. One room is our bedroom, one room is my husband's office, and the other room is my office. Other than that, we have a couple of bathrooms, a living room, and a kitchen, none of which I care to turn into an office. This is relevant later. Every day starting at about 3.30pm, a gaggle of children play in the street in front of my house. They live on either end of the street, but none of them reside in any of the houses they play in front of. Multiple times I've asked them to keep it down or play elsewhere because they're really loud and distracting. 
They literally just scream at the top of their lungs sometimes. I don't ask them to move or keep it down every day, just days when they're extra loud. I've also had to ask them on multiple occasions to get out of my yard. I never cuss or berate them. I simply ask them to keep it down in a polite manner. After all, they're just kids. So today, I called out the window asking them to keep it down. They moved closer to my house and got even louder. Once again, I asked them to keep it down. And this time, an entitled dad came waddling over and that's where our story starts. The entitled dad comes over and rings our doorbell, then proceeds to beat on my door. This isn't the first time he's come to justify his kid's behavior. I refuse to answer the door and speak to him over our doorbell camera. Is there a problem? Yes, sir. I continually have to ask your kids to keep it down. We work from home and it's incredibly distracting. Can they play in front of your house instead of mine? I work from home too! Okay, great. So can they play in front of your house so you have to listen to them? Don't you ever speak to my kids again or it'll be the last thing you do. Okay, I need you to get off my property right now or I'm calling the cops. You better not speak to my children again. You'll regret it. I wouldn't have to if they played in front of your house so that you have to listen to them, not me. Once again, we work from home, so it's incredibly distracting when they're screaming at the top of their lungs. You're now trespassing on my property. I've asked you to leave already. Do I need to call the cops? Why don't you go into your office to work there instead? They won't bother you if you aren't here. We're both 100% remote. We don't have an office that we can go into. Then you should move the office to the back of your house. Can't do that either. My husband's office is in the back room, and this is the only option for my office. Please leave now or I'm calling the cops. I will not warn you again. We go back and forth with him threatening that if I speak to his kids again, it'll be the last thing I do. I assume that his little angel kids exaggerated their story when they told him that I asked him to keep it down or move elsewhere. I demanded that he leave my property or I'm calling the cops. He then went and stood on the sidewalk, flipping me off and continuing with his threats. Like, who the F do you think you are demanding that I rearrange my house or leave my house to work? When the solution is that you parent your kids and teach them to be respectful of people's property and stay out of my yard and keep it down. Not to mention that we have a neighborhood park just down the street. It's way safer than playing in the middle of the street and in strangers' yards. Anyhow, I just needed to get that off my chest and I thought that you kind folks might enjoy my story. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this post from My Bloody Valentine. Wouldn't it be crazy if someone installed motion sensor sprinklers in their yard? That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.